I'm Sydney. And I'm Julie. And this is Restaurant and Retail Revelations. First time listeners, welcome to Restaurant and Retail Revelations. This is a podcast focused on key figures and trends impacting the very industries in the name of our show. This podcast is also made possible by Revel Systems, uh, the provider of the market-leading cloud-native POS platform and employer of your co-hosts. In this episode, we're going to depart a bit from the normal wide lens of industry happenings, and we're going to shift our gaze a little closer to home for Julie and myself. So we'll be exploring Revel's cloud-native solution with one of our very own, Waj Rahman, who is Director of Enterprise Products at Revel. Yeah, and I really can't think of a better person to speak about our solution. Waj knows the product inside and out, and he's really got a great perspective as a large part of his role at Revel includes engaging with clients and prospects on all product-related matters. These conversations give him a deep and regular insight into the shifting challenges and opportunities facing these professionals. Well, what do you say? Should we get right to it? Yes, let's do it. Here's Waj. Hey, Waj. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Uh, Julie and I have the pleasure of working with you. And you know, for those who don't work with you and don't get that joy, I would love to go ahead and give our listeners a sense of who you are. So will you just start us off with a quick introduction of um, who you are and what it is that you do here at Rebel? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Waj. Uh, it's a much longer name than that, obviously, but uh, we'll be abbreviated down to, to Waj, which uh, tends to work for everybody. Um, I've been at Rebel for about uh, six years or so. I started back in September of 2015, and I came on around the time where our company was really beginning to grow its presence in the enterprise space. Um, so I came on board as a client success manager, um, and one of my first roles was to um, bring on board one of our larger enterprise merchants. Uh, so I spent about three or four months doing that. Um, about six months into that, uh, I wanted to transition a little bit more to the pre-sales side, play a more proactive role. Um, on the enterprise side of our, on the enterprise process um, and uh, joined the enterprise sales engineering team. Um, I ultimately ended up leading that team and then managing it um, all the way up until about six months or so. Uh, And over the last six months or so, I've been working very closely with our product team uh, as a director of enterprise products, really helped to shape and guide the enterprise strategy of our product uh, for the next few years. So to kick things off here, Waj, what are the biggest pain points in general Revel is trying to solve for restaurant and retail operators today? And in your opinion, what's keeping operators up at night? So I think depending on the profile, the keeping up at night scenario tends to vary. Um, now, as a franchisee, and in fact, we're working with a large brand right now. Um, and in that process, we've done a lot of site visits to figure out some of the common issues with their current system and the role that we can play in helping them. When we asked them questions around the things that were important to them, you know, the most consistent answers that we got was really around the stability of the system. And stability means different things to different people, but from the lens of the store operator, that typically means uptime. This is stuff like hardware, payment terminals, networking, you know, all the peripherals that are there at the store level. 
all of these are essentially failure points and one going down can sometimes impact the operations of the whole store, which obviously results, you know, in taking some sort of a revenue hit by that franchisee. So for the store operator, making sure whatever system is in place and is working and continues to stay at working, that seems to be the biggest thing. The other factor that's getting a lot of attention and probably deserving of the attention is the operational challenges associated to having numerous order channels. On average, merchants have to deal with about six to seven different places where orders can be taken, you know, anywhere from online to mobile, third party, etc. cetera. Uh, and that's not to mention, you know, things like store guests and drive through So with the proliferation of all these different channels, restaurants don't really have a great way of being able to manage the operations and also to do it efficiently. So I think this presents some great opportunities for us and stuff we're looking to solve for our customers. Um, the other layer, of course, is the executives at a brand. And for them, they basically need to ensure that whatever platform they're leveraging can scale to the demands of the enterprise. This means that on really busy days, as an example, system stays up and is highly performant. And of course, this means that you know, we're also alleviating a lot of pressure for the franchisor and their support staff so they can basically concentrate on strategic things as opposed to you know, just putting out fires all, all day. I'm glad you segmented operators a bit based on their positions at their companies, because top priorities certainly shift based on the role you play. And I think that's a great call out. Building on that, when you've been involved in prospect meetings and demos, what is it that makes stakeholders lean forward in their chairs and pay closer attention? Like what details are they most interested to hear about before weighing Revel against other POS providers? Yeah, so this is another area where it really just depends on, you know, who you're talking to. For, you know, larger enterprise accounts, we spend six months to a year, sometimes even more in the pursuit of an opportunity. And during that period, there's an elongated discovery process during which we interview various levels within a brand, including store operators, marketing folks, technology departments, and so forth. So depending on what's, you know, most important to you, the things that you lean into tends to vary. So store operators are very much honed into the usability of the product. When we show them how easy it is to use a system that's based on iOS, that gets a lot of attention and questions. When they see how easy we make the managing of the complex drive-throughs, that gets a lot of attention. And when we're talking to technology leaders, we make it a point to focus on the architecture of our platform. And we think this is a big differentiator for us compared to what's out there. Um, the other important factor is making it easy to deploy change. And I think we do a good job in ensuring that when a change needs to be deployed, whether to a single store or a whole brand, that process really has to be easy. Um, the last thing I'll say here is that for you know, the franchisor that offers support for their operators, they really need to be on top of things. So we have this product called RevelGuard, you know, complete homegrown solution that we've iterated on over the years that gives support orgs all the tools they need to be able to govern the hardware at the site level. So for support orgs, that you know, really gets a lot of attention. So as one of your colleagues, I've got to admit some bias here before I ask this, but I agree that usability has got to be an undeniable benefit for merchants heading any new POS platform. So in keeping with that thread, as a teammate who has seen a number of Rebel wins with prospects, what do you think the reason typically is when Rebel wins a deal? Yeah, so we spent a lot of time with CIOs talking about the architectural benefits our system affords. And to be quite frank, we really just put architecture front and center in these conversations because uh, for us, it's an absolute differentiator. Um, being cloud native, in fact, means something very specific um, and has benefits that need to be enumerated. And I think we strive to educate our customers about the benefits of you know, utilizing this modern cloud architecture. 
Um, the other reason that CIOs spend a lot of time digging into the weeds of architecture is because they know that technology is constantly evolving and you know, whatever the needs that they have today and whatever systems that they're using today might need to be replaced uh, based on the growth that they're seeing in their business. So how can point of sale help in being able to pivot when we need to as opposed to being a blocker? So I think that's really one of the reasons why we really win with the technology leaders. Um, on the operator side, I have to say usability is once again a big factor. With iOS, um, you know, it becomes apparent to store operators very quickly that you no longer need to have, you know, spend weeks basically or even months uh, trying to teach new employees how to use a point of sale. Um, and how we've structured the UI is just very intuitive, um, especially with labor issues, trying to find, you know, experienced restaurant workers. It's just not very easy. And many times you're basically just resorting to finding someone fresh off the street. Um, and in many cases, the system being used in the restaurants uh, were created before the employee was even born. So I think usability and, uh, you know, uh, how we utilize iOS is just a big factor. I agree. Agility has certainly taken the main stage since the spring of 2020. And cloud architecture and scalability dovetail perfectly into that broader need. So taking a step back for a moment, I'm sure we see some objections and occasional skepticism. And while it would be amazing if Revel won every deal, for the ones we don't, what have you experienced in that regard? Um, it's interesting because uh, some of the reasons why we win are sometimes the reasons where the outcome is really just not in our favor. So let me unpack that really quickly. Um, we obviously think that iOS is an amazing platform development and you know, offers numerous benefits to the end user, but we also understand that the space we're serving, especially on the enterprise and in the market, is very accustomed to the world of Windows. Um, and they've been living and breathing this for a couple of decades, so working with a new operating system sometimes can prove to be a difficult challenge um, and a challenge that they you know, will need to adapt to. So similarly, large enterprise brands you know, have a lot of custom code that's bolted onto whatever legacy system that they're using. Um, so it's allowed them some flexibility in doing development that you know was very specific to whatever the needs of the brand were. Um, but you know, in the cloud native world, where we're building products using a single code base for all of our customers, everything is API driven. And for some folks, that paradigm you know can sometimes be a little scary. Uh, but I do guarantee that for the folks that have chosen to take that journey with us, uh, there's just really no looking back. And so it sounds like you're saying some brands, especially larger enterprises, can balk at the idea of choosing better simply because it's new territory. Is, is that right? Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that change is difficult and, you know, we avoid it for as long as we can. It's kind of like going to the dentist, you know, you don't really do it unless you're really in pain. And I think that analogy tends to hold up for brands um, that are looking to go, you know, undergo a transformation. Um, Although I do believe that, you know, deploying a system like ours is a completely different experience than what a brand might have experienced in the past. Uh, I mean, we have brands uh, that we've been able to do full rip and replace projects with, um, you know, for over 600 stores in less than six months. So I think some of the hesitation and the pain a brand associates typically in changing out a point of sale um, may be rooted in historical experiences that may not accurately represent the world of cloud native solutions like ours. Well, Waj, in our minds, you and your team are always winners, and I greatly appreciate the work that you do. And before we close things out today, I just want to make sure we give you the opportunity to share anything that you'd like to add that we didn't cover. So got anything for us? Yeah, um, 
I think that, you know, currently the labor problem is probably the most top of mind for most businesses, whether they're small or large. And this is not just, you know, for the restaurant industry. This is really across the board for, for most businesses these days. I mean, not only is there like a shrunk down labor pool, but finding qualified employees is even harder. So oftentimes restaurants are forced to hire somebody just fresh off the street. And now you have to spend time in training them to learn not only the business operations, but also the point of sale system that a, that, that a brand might be using. And to date, most point of sale systems that are there for, for larger businesses and even for some smaller ones um, are pretty archaic in the way that they're designed and the way that their interface is done. Um, and uh, you know, that is basically a barrier of entry for a lot of folks that are not familiar or not from the industry. Uh, and I think this is an area that we in fact do a really good job at with our use of iOS, you know, really just making it easy for people to pick up um, having an application that works very similar to something that they've, you know, that they've used before, something that sits in their, sits in their pocket in their iPhone. So I think, uh, you know, that's very supportive of you know, some of the trends that are transpiring in the industry today. I don't know about you, Julie, but I feel like I could shadow Waj in every single one of his meetings each day and still probably learn something new each time. Yes, it's so true. And few people beside the engineers actually writing the code for our platform themselves probably know all that Revel has to offer at that same level of detail. It's really awesome to have Wash share some of those insights. Yes. And a couple of key concepts stood out to me that I'd love to quickly recap. So one of them is the concept of true lasting partnership with your POS provider, which I know has been a big theme for us here at Revel. And for those who don't know Revel's tagline, it's part of your business. So while that actually has several meanings, a central one is that the POS is that connection point for so many different business operations. And because it links all of these disparate business critical functions, I feel like savvy merchants are going to want a platform that they expect to stick around and support them through major changes in the marketplace, which is always changing. And that brings me to the second concept, and it's one we actually addressed with Greg Ducat in his episode at the start of this year, where he mentioned the importance of a platform that appreciates with time. So even for merchants who decide not to go with Revel, I think it's so important to consider. They'll want to factor in how the tech has or hasn't improved over time and whether it's built to evolve in this ever-changing future. Definitely. And I had very similar takeaways. It, it honestly makes me appreciate the work and just the detailed decision-making that operators have to undergo if they practice due diligence during their POS selection process. It's, you know, it's ultimately not a choice I would want to make lightly, and I don't think operators do either. So you know, those takeaways feel like great points to leave our listeners with as we close out this episode. As always, I'd like to take a moment to thank everyone who tuned in, and don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.